What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Adonis D's here in the cold podcast studio here. It's very chilly in here today. You have a it's hoodie. Adonis is here today. He's got hoodie his hoodie Don. on. He, he's he's cold. Uh, there's a game tonight. Even though you said you're not in a basketball mood when we no. walk in here today, I'm very disappointed. I hate in this. it. Yeah, you need to get you need to get into the mood here. Why? Basketball, because there's a very important game for tonight between the. Is it going to be good, Chris? I can't make any promises that it's going to be good. I'm going to be livid if this is another blowout. So last night's game between the Cavs and the Celtics, I want to touch on this real quick. The final score was only nine points. Oh. That game wasn't. Game wasn't really close. The Celtics tried to make it close, but it wasn't really close. It was another unwatchable Eastern Conference Finals. Playoff game. That makes it basically seven for seven where one team took control and had control for most of the game. Are we going to go eight for eight tonight with game four between the Rockets and the Warriors? I don't know because I don't know what Rockets team is going to show up tonight. If the Rockets team that won game two showed up, I think we may have a close game tonight. Well, I yeah. Think. You think? I think. <laughs> but, I'm not, but I don't know if that team can show up again. I'm not sure. Maybe the Warriors are just better than the Rockets, Chris. It's possible. But that's possible, but the, or but the Warriors. Is, is I, it the truth. Okay, even you wouldn't admit. I hope you wouldn't admit that the Warriors are forty-one points better than the Rockets. Okay, these games can on be, a night like that. Yes, they are. These games can be close, and the Warriors can be the better team and come through in the big time moments. Okay, I think you and I can both agree on For that. Sure. So the fact that these games are blowouts, one way or the other, in this series, because it's gone both ways. Is disappointing. There has not been a game where we've seen both teams at their best, and it be just that just the pace is just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for right. 48 minutes. We even had that because by the time the third and fourth quarters have rolled around, some of these games have been unwatchable. They have been just over. over. They've been blowouts. It is. It, they've been no contests. And tonight in Game Four, with the Rockets needing this win to make this two-two to wipe away. Pressure isn't on them though, right? According to Mike D'Antoni, it's not <laughs> to win this game tonight to make it two-two going back to Houston, basically wipe away what the Warriors were able to do in Houston in Game 1, winning in Houston. It would make it a best of three with two of the three games being in Houston if they were to win tonight. There's a a, a big push here by Houston to win this game tonight, so I think they're going to play well. You know what to well expect. Well enough to win? I think well enough to win, yes. Okay. But... If the Warriors play the way they did in Game 3, we might be able to get that game. We might be able to get that that good NBA playoff game. It, it hasn't happened in, what, weeks now? This might be the one game. Remember when we talked about effort yesterday? Yes. This might be the one game where we see max effort from both teams. I agree. Like the Warriors don't want it to either be side. the Warriors don't want it to be two two going back to Houston and the Rockets they don't want to be down three one care but they would rather go up three one of course but I'm sure they wouldn't be worried like they'd be like oh my god no right now. but 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 they could easily go back and win the next two games they could but I, I would I would be wary against the Warriors know, don't lose two games in a row by the way they don't have to if they I mean they don't I mean yeah they, they would so they would at some point in the series if they were going to. Uh, lose this series. I I hope I'm hoping, and, and I actually think tonight is going to be that game where where there's a a good basketball game between both sides. With my luck, it'll be a blowout because I'm going out to watch the game with some buddies. It's going to end in just being a blowout. I'm going to yep, be bored. You're going to be upset. Be very bored. Uh, you want to talk about something else? Actually, first of all, predictions for tonight. We'll, we'll wrap with that. Uh, Warriors. I have the Rockets. Warriors by five. Rock Warriors by five. So yeah. you're predicting the close game? Yeah. Rockets by nine. No way. And the reason why I say no, okay, so here's here's my problem. But, but your problem is you're predicting the Rockets. So, no, okay, so yeah, so you have a problem with me picking the Rockets, but here's the other problem. 
every one of these games has been a blowout. Yes. So it's like, if I'm going to pick the Rockets, I have to say something stupid like Rockets by 15, and I don't want to do that. Like, I just don't, because I know that's a foolish. How I about didn't... you just say Warriors win well, tonight nobody... at home and go up 3-1 on the Rockets, going back to no, I don't want to do it. I want to pick the Rockets. Rockets by five. I'll, I'll, I'll take your number. Rockets by five. Rockets by Close five. game with the Rockets win by five. How about that? All right. You want to talk about a story that you, you were bringing to the table here today. That is the NBA Finals potentially having this idea. Not saying that they're going to do it, but just an idea that someone's floating out there. I forget where the story was from. So you have to... Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. There you go. That... Ben Gulliver. That the NBA Finals should be played on a neutral court, and I cannot tell you how much I hate this idea. This is the worst idea I've ever heard. This only got brought up because of what we've been talking about. Teams play like poop on the road. Thank you for censoring. Complete poop. Like, like no. poop. <laughs> okay. Just, just see how you, I'm... Yeah. I wish they could see how no, no, I, I'm I don't, doing my hands. Right I don't... Here. Like, poop. That's how they play on the road. Do you want to say And it's like completely just poop. There you go. Poop with like... <laughs> Four O's. When you t- when you tweet this, Ooh. can you put the emoji in the? <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you. Play like Ooh. okay. Um, why I, how, why do you play like a complete di- completely different team on the road? So I can I can answer it for the Celtics, right? I have an, I have an answer that in basketball sense can make some sense. I think the Celtics struggle on the road because they don't have veteran leaders like Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, and, and they're relying on young players like Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. That's the only that's the only excuse, quote-unquote, that I can come up with for the Celtics. I don't have an excuse why LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers can't play on the road. I don't have an excuse why James Harden and Chris Paul, veterans of this league, can't play on the road. I don't, I don't have an excuse for that. I can't look at it from a pure basketball sense and say, oh, this is why. I can say that they're playing a very good team in the Warriors, if you're if looking at the Rockets, they're playing a very good team who plays very well in that building and won 16 in a row in that building. You want a basketball example? That's the best thing I can come up with. But at the end of the day, both both series, it has been weird to see how teams have played on the road. And throughout the entire playoffs, it has been weird to see how teams play on the road. So in order to mitigate that, you this article is presenting the idea of take away the home court advantage and just play it on a neutral site and maybe yeah. we'll get a good game. I don't I don't I fo- think it'll be I don't more follow competitive. It more competitive. There's no crowd. There's no crowd getting you into it. There's no you. This is straight. This is you and the other team. Just you guys on the court. There's no extra motivation besides just so then who your, your teammates probably and your coach. I there I doubt there will be blowouts like so. The problem like that. that I have with this is it de incentivizes regular season play. Well, that's only for the finals. But it still de-incentivizes regular season play. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. You're playing to get in the playoffs. Right, but I, but it doesn't, at the end, of, I mean, maybe for the first two two or three rounds it matters, but at the exactly. end, of it, it doesn't matter where I'm seated. Okay. Teams should want... It doesn't matter where you're seated anyway in the playoffs. In, in a one-year vacuum, it does. Like You're looking at just this season and saying, man, teams are playing really bad on the road in the postseason. I don't think you can say, oh, because of this, we have to make the NBA Finals a neutral-only thing. Home court advantage is, is something that needs... To, the regular season needs to mean something, right? Or else teams aren't going to care as much. Now, I think... 
home court advantage is the perfect example of the incentive to play well and want to get the top seed. Because look, the only way I think Houston is going to be able to beat the the, the Warriors in the series is because Game Seven is going to be in Houston if they get there. That is the only reason I, I picked Houston in this series because okay. I thought the series would get seven and that would be the difference. And for that's Houston. fine, but once they get to the finals, it's different. Now it's time to really ante up your. It, so everything that they did in the regular season and up to that point in having home court advantage just goes away. No, now you, it's it's to another level now. now Why? Because it's the NBA Finals, Chris. This is where, this is where you make this is this is for the championship. So why not make the whole playoffs? A new so sport? why don't why don't why didn't why isn't Alabama playing Alabama on the college championship? Because the, because cities get. A lot of money to host the, the game, like like a lot of money. All right. And and the college football playoff wants to promote the game and take it other places, and it's one game. Why don't they have the college playoffs in in that that city or? Because well, the college playoff structure is very different. Why don't they do it in basketball? Why don't they do it in basketball? Yeah, why, why aren't the tournaments in? The NCAA tournament? Yeah. Because they make money from going to different regions and there's more games and it's a one-game format. When it's a one-game format, you can do that when you go to different places and you have it in a neutral site. Guess what? Alabama's entire regular season, they play both home and road games to set up to play a championship game, to play a playoff game on a neutral site. And guess what? All the Alabama fans go to wherever the neutral site game is. That's fine. So if they do have a neutral site... Guess what? No sport, no sport that has series formats has a neutral court final. If it was a one-game NBA final, I absolutely 100% agree with you. 100% well, because it's best of seven. Because it is a series, there should be an incentive because, you know what? Just play all the games in Vegas. All the NBA finals games. I wouldn't do that. In Vegas. Look, I'm, I'm the Houston Rockets. I have the best record in, in, the, in the NBA this season. Okay? Right. The reason Doesn't I... Doesn't matter now, does it? Well, it, well and this is the point <laughs> I'm going to make. They won the most games in the regular season. They were the one seed in the Western Conference. Their reward for doing that is they should have the opportunity to have the advantage because they were the best team in the regular season if their series go to Game 7. Chris, your advantage point. is being the best team in the NBA. That is your advantage. That's not an advantage. It's just, it's just what they are. They, they just are. Yeah, your advantage, you have better players. So you, again, by doing this. Another team. By doing this, by making it a neutral court NBA Finals, you are saying it doesn't matter if an eight seed. See, here's here's here's, here's the example I use. If an eight seed made it to the NBA Finals yes. to play the Rockets, yes. you're saying the Rockets shouldn't get an advantage because they are the better team. The Rockets have an advantage already because they are the better team. So then, then let's do it for the whole NBA playoffs then. I don't agree with that. So, so you just want to do it for the NBA Finals? Exactly. That's ridiculous. That's not. It's that absolutely is fun. ridiculous. That is fun. No, it's and not competitive. Fun. It's so then if you want competitiveness, you don't even know if they're going to make it to the NBA. So Finals. fine, you want competitiveness throughout the entire NBA playoffs, right? That's the, that is what is driving. Let's make the, the the NBA Finals on a neutral side because the playoffs have been totally non-competitive. Right. Then let's make the whole thing on a neutral court. Let's. You, you're the Houston Rockets. You're the best team. Beat the Warriors on a neutral court. Do the whole playoffs that way, then. 
Good luck finding teams that are going to want to do that because then the regular season means absolutely nothing. I don't care what seed I am. I don't care if I'm the eight seed. I don't care if I'm the one seed. I don't care who I play. I'm going to be on a neutral court. I don't have to deal with the hometown crowd, the hometown music. I'm going to go play in uh, Mobile, Alabama at some gymnasium that they're going to put me in, and I'm going to play a seven-game series there for a week. And I can just sit back, and there's no travel. There's nothing. It's not a big deal. You know who would say okay to that? You know who would say okay to that? The Golden State Warriors. I don't. I do not think they care about that at all. Okay. Otherwise, they would have won seventy games. Well, no, they lost Steph Curry. That's why they didn't win seventy games. Let's. They could still win seventy games without Steph Curry. Well, they did. Well, they didn't, and because they be, don't care. And because about of that, their seating oh, okay. in the playoffs. So they, they've chosen to not care about their seating in their home court advantage. Right. But that doesn't mean because but teams that need it, like the Houston Rockets. So just because one team, the Golden State Warriors. Don't care about it. We should take it away from everybody. I don't think the Cavaliers That's, care about it either. Uh, Clearly, absolutely, the Cavs care about it. Because Clearly, where was Game Seven in the first round of the playoffs? That is the only reason why they won that series against Indiana because Game Seven was in Cleveland. Ah, uh, that is absolutely the only reason why they won. Not, not, not because of. Because of LeBron James, James, Game 7 being in Cleveland mattered. We've seen it. Look at how they played in Boston the first two games of the series, and look how they played in Cleveland. Home court advantage matters. Now, I'm with you. The the, the whole point that the story's trying to make is teams play bad on the road. I'm with you. Yes. Then that's why you continue to keep it this way, to incentivize teams to play hard for home court advantage. That means everybody's going to try to get better, and that means if everybody tries to get better, the quality of the game goes up. Continue to incentivize teams to play better and to get home court advantage because then that means all the teams will be like, wow, I really want home court advantage because I don't want to have to go on the road four out of seven. Then everybody gets better and a rising tide lifts all boats. If everybody tries to get better and everybody tries to get the competitive advantage of having four of their games at home, then the, the gap will slowly bridge to the point where there are teams that are competitive in series. Here's the problem. The reason why we don't have competitive series is we are still feeling the effects of LeBron James' decision to go to Miami and Kevin Durant's decision to join the Warriors in Golden State. Not enough teams have kept up with the super team mentality. There's three. It's the Warriors, it's the Cavs, and it's the Rockets. And the Rockets are a new version of it. This is year one of the super team phenomenon. The Washington Wizards are not a super team. The Toronto Raptors are not a super team. The Indiana Pacers are not a super team. The Cleveland Cavaliers are not a super team. I agree. So because the super team phenomenon hasn't really taken shape yet in more than, let's say, three or four teams, and trust me, it's going to in Philly when Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz all get better together, they're going to become a super team naturally. The hope is here in Phoenix that with Devin Booker, whoever they take with the number one pick should be Luka Doncic, and, and anybody else they add in. Just had to throw in there. Of course they did. That They become a super team. Okay? So the super team phenomenon is going to fix this problem. The issue is we're about five years away from that happening. And the problem is we're going to have to deal with that. The reason... Well, the problem is you need to play better on the road. But you... you Don't only you rely on your... I I, I'm with you. I want teams to... to you're to, in the NBA. You're correct. getting paid millions to play correct. basketball. And you should be able to play better. And you should play basketball Absolutely. on the road and at home. Absolutely. The same way. I agree with you. But because we are still trying to... to not necessarily undo, but adapt... To the super team phenomenon, I think that's why you see the disparity, the, the disparity between teams that can play at home and teams that can play. But at the road. two super teams are blowing each other out in game one, in game what two and three. I know. So what? I, I, 
I don't get it. I don't understand what the problem is. And I don't know if it's a case of when when a game gets out of hand, do teams just, just punt the game? Like, I wonder if that's... I think that's what it is. I read a story the other day, I can't remember, I think it was on The Ringer, where, I think it was yesterday I read this, where if a team... Oh, the Bill Simmons podcast is where it was. Where if Mike D'Antoni is a good basketball coach, agree? Yes. Brad Stevens, a good basketball coach, agree? Yes. It's surprising to see them get blown out. Right? Celtics got blown up by 30 in game wait, four. No, no, no. Wait, are we using the word surprise? Yes, we are. Okay. Do, it's a surprise that the Celtics got blown up by 30, right? But Brad Stevens is a good coach. No. It, is that surprising? No. That was by 30? No. Okay. Is it... it it's unlike the Celtics so far in the postseason to get blown up by 30. Or is that fair? We'll use that term. What if during that game Brad Stevens recognized, and this was the idea that Bill, Sim- Bill Simmons kind of threw out there, what if Brad Stevens recognized, okay, I know how to beat what they're doing, but we're too far behind for me to implement it now, I'm going to implement it in the next game. Yeah, well, that didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen in this case because game four Hasn't was bad. Yet. But what if that's the, what if that's the mentality? Because look at game one. Rockets, Rockets got blown out. What if during that game Mike D'Antoni said, all right, I know what it is. I know what the solution is. Because it worked. In game two, it, it happened. And what if Steve Kerr went, okay, now I know how to counter what the war, what the Rockets did in game two, and he corrected it in game three. What if it's just a big chess match? And and these coaches are like, you know what? I've already lost. So all of these games are going to seven. That's what you're saying? No, no what <laughs> I, I'm saying is what if this is just a chess match and these blowouts are a result of a coach realizing, I know the strategy to From win. the inside, maybe it'll look, it looks like a chess match, but from the outside, it's boring. We don't like to look at your chess match. It's not looking like a chess match. No, I'm I'm disappointed. It's looking like complete blowouts and you don't know how to play basketball on the road. And this is a point we we're we're at like the twenty minute mark this podcast. I'm very I'm very happy about this. The the point that I made, I think it was last week or, or two weeks ago when you and I did this, was I'm concerned that the NBA is going to have a playoff problem. In the sense of there has been more drama and more news and more rumors and mainly because where LeBron James is gonna end up next season. Well and that's the thing too. Like on top of these playoffs being completely trying to make a good point. boring, you can make your point. Okay, but I'm going to make my okay, first. <laughs> On top of these playoffs being completely boring, there's no no crazy storylines. The only storylines are is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan? I don't want to hear that every single day. Right? Can somebody like talk some trash or like? Get a get a hard foul. Can we get some fights? I mean, you something. All the time. Some good tweets. Like, the, where's Terry Rozier in uh, trolling trolling people? Yeah, I mean, we need something. I look at this and I say, with all of the remember during the regular season, all of the drama that we had, all the news. Yeah, and I came in here it. every day and we talked there about was something every day. In the postseason, there hasn't been that, and the game quality has been down. That's what. I That's think. a problem. Long term for the NBA because there it's are a problem this year. It is a problem this year, but it's for you and I because we're hardcore basketball fans, right? I've slowly become a hardcore basketball fan. Yeah. For a casual fan who is tuning in during the during the postseason because of all their all the stuff their friends talked about happening during the regular season, think about how many friends you have that aren't hardcore basketball fans like we are. Right. You have conversations about the NBA. They're going to flip on during the postseason, and they're going to see. Wow, these are supposed to be the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, and one of them blew out the other one by 30? They're not going to want to watch during the regular season. The point of the postseason is to not only crown a champion, but you're going to have more eyeballs on your product than any other time. Turn that into people who want to come back during the regular season to watch the whole journey. The NBA hasn't done that. This is like an overflow of last year when the Warriors just ran through the playoffs. And And the Cavs ran through it in the East. What if... What the thing I'm concerned about the most is we have these playoffs this year that have not been they've been ugly across the board. 
and we get another Warriors Cavs final. And it's going to be as ugly and as it it's was gonna be last ugly year. As it was last year, and the Warriors win in four or five. Is that a problem for the NBA? Well, that's going to be the, the, the that's, headline. That's going to be the conversation. That's going to be the talking point. So. I don't know how we got from home court advantage into talking about Warriors Cavs again, but we did because I think the, because inevitably that's what's going to happen. I think the root of your home court advantage idea that that you saw right? I think it ties into all of that. Yes, I think it does. ties into super teams. I think it ties into the state of the NBA. I think it ties into all of that. And we can't just say, "Hey, let's just change this the, the home court advantage for the NBA Finals." When I think it's a bigger problem than that. I think the root of the problem that we're seeing in the postseason is bigger than just, oh, if we change home court in the NBA Finals to be a neutral court, and all of our all of our problems are solved, it's sunshine and rainbows in the NBA playoffs are fixed. I don't think it's that easy. I think there's a larger problem at hand. I'm out of breath. It's a lot of talking we just did. Yeah. 22 minutes now, 21 minutes? Yeah. And you, don't, good stuff. you don't seem happy, though. You don't seem happy that... I'm did, just... You want to solve the NBA's problem. I do, and, and, and I just want to do it, like, today. And we come in I here, and, wanna, and, I, and I kind of throw a wrench in your plan. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I thought it was a good idea. It's... I... I, it's, I, it's something to work around. I, am, I, I think it's one of those things where Adam Silver will take a look at. And I am, I am all for he's the best at what he does. And I am all for people, best commissioner, easily. I am all for people throwing out ideas like that to start conversations just like this. Because yes. I hope Adam Silver's also having these conversations. I don't care if somebody comes out and says, I want to eliminate traveling. I, I'll have a conversation about it. If, if there can be pros and cons to it making the game better, and by the way, I'm not saying they, they, they should take away traveling, I'm just giving you an extreme example. Right. I don't think any idea should be off the table. I think we should consider everything to make any sport, basketball, baseball, hockey, football, any sport, the best sport it can be for all of us. And I think that is what this type of article is doing. It's generating a conversation and getting us talking about things that can help the NBA. Are you in more of a basketball mood now, almost 25 minutes A later? little bit. It's Good. made me want to watch I'm, the game a little bit I'm more. glad that I got you in, uh, excited enough to watch the game tonight. For your sake, I hope it is not a blow-up, because if it is, you're going to come in tomorrow? Yes, and so I'm going to come in yelling. You're going to you're gonna be angry, and I do not want that. So, all right, guys, let us know what you think about the idea of the NBA making the uh, NBA Finals on a neutral court. Let us know your predictions for for tonight's game. Hopefully it's not a blowout and we'll talk to you guys later.